Hello, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. And today, we're going to be talking about the risk versus rewards of deadlifting. So what's funny about this, right, is you see all these videos of people, like on TikTok, social media, YouTube, Instagram, of these people just putting up fucking insane insane numbers on deadlifting right these absolute shit brick house human beings both men and women throwing up insane amounts of weight on the deadlift which makes people want to go deadlift right so let's talk about the deadlift the deadlift is one of the three main compound movements compound movement is a exercise that incorporates multiple russell <laughs> russell multiple muscle regions of the body for the deadlift the muscles that you are primarily targeting is your back your quads your hamstrings glutes calves on the front side, your core, shoulders, biceps, triceps, forearms, everything damn near, right? Fun stuff about the deadlifts. It's an amazing exercise. Only if you do it right. Because if you do not do it right, you will absolutely demolish your body. Fun fact, the first true exercise that I completely obliterated my back was the deadlift to this day I still have lower back problems because of my deadlift for me when I deadlifted right the best deadlift I ever did was 405 that's four plates and is that impressive absolutely not because there's people out there that are deadlifting 800 pounds Eddie Hall anyone knows who that is he is a professional was a professional world's strongest man deadlifted 1100 pounds Thor for Jorgensen I think that's how you say his name I probably butchered it the mountain who's on Games of Thrones beat that record and did like 1100 and like 5 pounds or something that's like a fucking car So 405 is absolutely like nothing to these people, right? But to me, 405 is fucking 405, you know? Especially pulling it at, at the time I was like 180. It's like two times your body weight, right? That's, that's, that's amazing. But it's such a dangerous lift when you don't do it right. And the reason why it's so hard to deadlift properly without injuring yourself is it all comes down to technique and preparing for the lift and stretching properly and doing all these things that you need to do to not injure yourself, right? Because like we talked about with the, with the deadlift, it's a compound movement. So these, there's all these things that you need to do and all these muscles that you use and if you don't work if you don't warm up properly you're not gonna you could potentially miss something and then hurt yourself doing 
or hurt yourself in, uh, in the part of your body that you didn't warm up properly. So for me, what I like to do when I warm up for the deadlift is since I know it's going to be a full body movement, when I'm warming up, I like to take a little bit more time warming up for my deadlifts. I like to warm up my upper back, my mid back, and my lower back. Even though the, the deadlift is a push movement where you use majority of your, of your legs to push the weight off the ground, you are still pulling with your back muscles for the last 50% of that lift. So what I mean by that is for the first 50%, First 50% from what I mean from 50% is from the ground to your knees, you're pushing off the ground with your legs. Once you get to your knees and you pull it up the, the, the last 50% of the portion from your, from the top of your knee to your, your hips, that I would probably say that's a good amount of back muscles that you're using along with your core to stabilize your body so you don't fall over. So there's so many things that you have to warm up properly. You have to warm up your hamstrings, your glutes. You have to warm up your upper back, lower back, mid back. Warm up your shoulders. Warm up everything. You want to make sure that you're warmed up and prepared to lift. You also want to make sure that when you're stretching and warming up, that your body actually feels good. It feels loose. You want to push and be active and do all these things, all these exercises before you do the main deadlift. And when I mean exercises, you're kind of just like getting blood flow to your body. I don't mean like you're going to go hit a fucking workout and then come back to deadlifts and then try to do that, right? That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you want to get your body moving. You want to get your heart rate pumping. You want to get your blood flowing to all the proper parts that you need to perform a deadlift. The crucial thing for deadlifting that a lot of people just don't take into consideration and they just simply don't do it. And that's one of the reasons why people snap their backs in half. That's one of the reasons why I was just so bad at deadlifting that I hurt my lower back is that if you are not riding the bar up your up your shins and as close to your body as possible, you are doing the lift wrong. That is why a lot of people do sumo deadlift because conventional deadlift is so hard for that reason that keeping the bar as close to your body as possible is harder to do on conventional than sumo that's why you see a shit ton of sumo videos you very rarely see people do conventional because the the bar path from sumo to conventional is so much shorter that it is easier to keep the bar closer to your body than not so what is conventional versus sumo? Sumo is basically your legs are spread apart past shoulder width. Conventional, your feet are a little bit closer, either shoulder width or in, in closer, depending on how well your hip mobility is. That's basically the main difference. So with that being said, the hardest thing about deadlifting is just keeping the bar close to your body, not rounding the top portion of your back, and putting strain in your lower back. 
That's why when you're a beginning lift a begin beginner at lifting, the risk to rewards for doing this exercise are far much higher in risking injury than actually rewarding yourself and seeing the progress that you'll see when deadlifting. As of late, I stopped deadlifting 100% and my body feels so much better. Does that mean to just stop doing deadlifting completely? No. I'm choosing not to do it simply because I'm old and I like my lower back and I don't like waking up not being able to move after I deadlift. And that's it, and it's not like my technique is bad. It's just that's how it is. Any slight movement that you can do on a deadlift, you can throw out your back. If you if your technique is bad, you can hurt yourself. So, the risk to rewards for this exercise, if you are not competing for, like, what is the word I'm trying to say? If you're not competing for weightlifting and you're not a powerlifter, you don't need to be doing deadlifts as often as you think you should be doing. There are a lot of exercises that can mimic deadlifting and you can still see the same, same, the same progress that you would see deadlifting, right? What's a good alternative to not deadlifting? RDLs. What's an RDL? It's a Romanian deadlift. The only difference between an RDL and a deadlift is you're just not touching the ground with RDLs, you're stopping a little past your shin. And you're doing it with a lot less less weight. And you're pretty much targeting your hamstrings and your glutes. But you're still targeting your back because you're, you, someone has to hold the weight, right? Your back's going to hold the weight. Another exercise that you can do that you can kind of get the same benefits is doing... Uh, rows is it is it the rows it's it's a uh, uh rack pulls that's what it is sorry not the rows the rack pull and who knows what a rack pull is a rack pull is basically taking the top portion the top 50 percent of the lift of a deadlift and that's what a rack pull is so what that means is that the bar is going to be placed right at your knee maybe a little under it or a little above it all placements are fine it just depends on what you're trying to do that top portion of the lift for the art for the rack pull is going to be working the same amount of muscles as you, as you would be using for a deadlift so there's a lot of alternatives to deadlifting with exercises that you can do to still get the same amount of benefit from it If you do decide to stick with deadlifting, I highly recommend not ego lifting on this one. There's been a lot of horrible, horrible videos, horrible cases of people destroying their backs trying to lift heavy ass weight. And doing it wrong. 
I have friends that have slipped the discs. Me, I've pinched nerves, deadlifting, heavy, with improper form, and just ego lifting. If, if I could go back and just work my way up instead of trying to push for 405 right off the bat, then I could have saved myself so many injuries that ultimately hindered my progress when they happened. Because when you hurt your back, man, like, you don't really think about it. Your back, you do, you need your back for anything and everything that you do. If anyone's ever hurt their lower back, man, like, it, it hurts to walk. You can't sit down. You can't bend at the hip. You can't fucking, you can't even, like, you can't sneeze. You ever hurt your back and sneeze? Oh, my God. You tense up and you sneeze. You Oh, or, like... You're trying to like fucking poop and you like, you like push out and you and you like squeeze and it pinches your lower back, man. You'll be surprised. I don't want to live with that. Just just because I want to deadlift as heavy as I can. The risk to rewards are not it, I promise. I promise. This is what I do recommend. I still deadlift. I do not go for heavy sets. I go for volume over mass. It takes years to perfect form. And even then you're not even going to perfect it. It's better to have good technique and low weight than have shit technique and lift heavy. Because sooner or later, the person with the worst technique is going to be stagnant in their weight progression Simply because their body will not allow them to do what they want to do. But the person with the proper form that doesn't lift heavy will eventually start to lift heavy with proper form and will surpass that person that will not be able to lift heavy because their body won't let them. So what that means in a visual sense, right? If you have someone that is lifting for deadlifting, because deadlifting, it's all about technique, explosion, and power, and then strength. If you have all those key elements, power, strength, and explosion with form, man, you can, you can do a lot. Versus the person that is just, that has power, strength, but with shit form, their body's going to catch up faster to them than the person without good form. Or it's, their body's going to catch up faster to the person without good form versus the person with good form. Visually speaking, it's like the person that lifts with the bar farther away from their body, hinges at the hip, rounds up at the top of their back, and they look like a turtle shell their back is going to give out faster than the person that pushes with their legs first, takes the slack out of the bar, doesn't jerk when they pull, explodes off the ground, has a straight back, keeps the bar as close to their body as possible. That person is going to be able to generate better gains and better progress than the person that's not doing what they're supposed to be doing. And I learned that the hard way. That's when I hurt myself. So... I'm not 
here to tell you what to do. These are just some of the risks versus rewards of deadlifting. Gave you some of my personal experiences with it. Gave you my insight to it. Do with it what you will. I am not a doctor. Perform this exercise at your own risk. Thank you for listening, and we'll catch you in the next one.